We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. The following program is brought to you by Ridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? Thanks a lot for tuning in. It's time to talk to me. Are you ready? Come on, let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me. Your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone, or watching me on my social media, at Anderson Speaks is my handle there, as well as on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA, 105.1 FM, right here in the nation's capital, covering all of D.C., Maryland, Virginia, parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. So thanks a lot for hanging out with me. And of course, if you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. If you're not new, you can probably say it with me. We kick it off with Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then Open Phone-In Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. And then we have a special show Saturday nights at 7 p.m. Make sure you tune in for the best of throughout the week. Listen, if you do want to give me a call today, uh, all you have to do is pick up the phone and dial 888-432-7434. That is my number live in studio, 888-43-BRIDGE. Of course, you can always uh, hit me on social media as well. And for those of you who have the Gracism app, all you have to do is scroll down. You'll see a little phone icon. Hit that. It'll call me right here in the studio live during the show. Today is Tough Topic Tuesday, and we're going to be talking about building a bridge between science and faith, especially in the age of COVID-19. I've got a special guest I'm going to introduce to you in just a moment from BioLogos uh, organization, which I think you're going to really enjoy talking and learning and uh, enjoying the conversation between Dr. Deborah Harzma and I. So make sure uh, you tell your friends, you can even text it out right now and put it on social media that uh, we're about to build a bridge between science and faith. What are your questions? We're going to engage that in just a moment. But before we do, as we always do, we like to open in a word of prayer and commit our time over to the Lord. So why don't you pray with me right now, wherever you are. And of course, if you're driving, keep those eyes open, okay? (laughs) Come on, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for waking us up this morning and giving us a wonderful opportunity uh, to connect and live throughout the day. And as we talk about science and faith, would you give us your insights along the way? We pray you're covering over this show, for it is in the name of Jesus, we pray. Together, everyone said, amen and amen. 
couple other ways to get a hold of me. If you'd like, you can always go to andersonspeaks.com. That's andersonspeaks.com. Or go to my favorite website, embracegracism.com. Learn what it means to be a gracist and join me on that journey as well. Well, today my special guest is Dr. Deborah Harzma. She's the president of BioLogos. She is a frequent speaker on modern science and Christian faith at research universities, churches, and public venues. And her writing appears in several uh, books and articles. And she's also written a book called Origins as well. You may want to check that out. She is a researcher. And as a research astronomer, Harzma has studied galaxy clusters and the expansion of the universe using telescopes around the world and in orbit. She holds a PhD in astrophysics from Massachusetts Institute of Technology. And Dr. Harzma, it is a joy and a privilege to have you on today. How in the world are you? I'm doing well today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad that you wrote the book Origins. I love the subtitle Christian Perspectives on Creation, Evolution, and Intelligent Design. And as an astrophysicist, you have been working uh, to build these bridges of science and faith for a long time. I'd love to hear from you, and I'm sure my listeners would as well. How and why did you get involved in science? Oh, you know, I just always loved it as a kid. My parents really encouraged me in my interest in science and math. And when I was doing experiments in the lab in uh, college and realized, wow, this matches the equations that we've been learning about in class and realized that math describes the universe. I just loved it. Mm. Now, I know math isn't everybody's cup of tea, but right. for me, that was just so exciting. So um, I enjoy seeing how the universe works. How do black holes work? How do galaxies spin? What's going on with magnetic fields out in space? All of those weird things is really uh, fascinating to me. So now, did you grow up as a Christian as well, Dr. Harzma? I did, yes. I was very blessed to grow up in a wonderful Christian home, Um, grew up in church learning to love Jesus, and that was just really grounded me in my faith for my whole life. Hmm. So was there any conflict in your mind or heart when it came to science, mathematics, and black holes, and the God of the universe, or was that always in sync for you? Um, A lot of the times it was in sync, but not always, um, because I did get a lot of messages growing up that the earth must be young, Mm -hmm. that the only way a Christian could read Genesis is that it's six 24-hour days. And then as I started learning more about astronomy, I was like, whoa, the data don't actually match that. What's going on here? Hmm. And, um, but, you know, I brought some of my questions to my dad once in high school, and we talked about it a while, and he said, you know, I don't know. Hmm. And I realized, you know, it's okay to not know about some of these things. Uh. And that really helped me in my spiritual life, that I could, you know, my dad was clearly a mature spiritual Christian, and he his faith wasn't completely thrown by this, and he gave me permission to not know and to continue wrestling with things. So that really helped me. Do you feel like many churches and maybe even pastors uh, and other believers might feel like you have to know in order to truly be a a strong Christian? Otherwise, somehow your faith is shaken because you don't have the answers? Well, yeah, there are a lot of messages like that around, and 
I had a lot of concerns too. It wasn't that it suddenly became totally easy for me mm. because I wanted to, I, I did not want to give up on scripture. I love the Bible. I love the story in Genesis 1. And I didn't want to just say, oh, I'm not going to believe that because of science. But it took a lot of wrestling to sort that out. And eventually I read some uh, Old Testament scholars, Hebrew scholars who know the original language and all that stuff about what people were like back then. Mm -hmm. And they said, you know, back then people thought the earth was flat. They thought the sky was this solid dome. They had very different picture of the world than we do now. Mm. And God wasn't trying to teach them science in Genesis 1. I'm like, oh, you know, so maybe what I need to learn from Genesis 1 is what the first audience needed to learn. And then that really helped me see how to read it and actually to um, appreciate Scripture better and understand better what God is teaching me there. Wow. Well, we'll learn together today what God is teaching us. As soon as we get back from the commercial break, we'll talk a little bit more about how we build these bridges between faith and science. And then we're going to zero in as we move into the hour about COVID-19 and what science has to talk to us and teach us about that. I've got De Dr. Deborah Harzma with me today. She is the president of BioLogos. You're going to want to stick around and maybe even tell your friends. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his Facebook page and subscribe to his YouTube channel. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and click like for Anderson Speaks on YouTube and subscribe. They're a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. You can also connect with Dr. Anderson and his sponsors at andersonspeaks.com. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, YouTube, and andersonspeaks.com. Check him out today. Have you ever driven through your neighborhood and saw that neighbors had their grass that was way too long? They had all kinds of clovers in the grass and you're wishing as you drive silently, I wish they would mow their lawn. Well, guess what? Why don't you get them a gift? <laughs> Call Laser Landscaping and let them cut the lawn for your neighbors. Go to Laser with a Z Landscaping LLC on Facebook or give them a call if you want them to beautify your lawn. 240-516-4967 for those who live in the Prince George's County and surrounding areas. Their number once again, 240-516-4967. It's Laser Landscaping or just ask for the owner, Fidel. And make sure you tell Fidel that Dr. Anderson says. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. 
That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Dr. Bar- uh, Deborah Harsma is with me today, and she is the president of BioLogos. And we're talking about building a bridge between science and faith. If you are a scientist, maybe you are a uh, pastor or a uh, church leader and not a scientist, and you're wondering, hmm, how do we build this bridge? Well, you have a great opportunity uh, to join us on our day back here uh, from a little bit of a summer break. Our phone number is 888-432-7434. That is the number live in studio, 888-43-BRIDGE. Dr. Harsma, you are the president of BioLogos. Can you explain what is BioLogos for those who've never heard of it before? Sure. Uh, We are an organization that brings together biblical faith and rigorous science. So often these two things are at odds in our culture, and the more so lately, people see that, oh, Christians don't accept science, or scientists think, well, Christians have their heads stuck in the sand. And Mm -hmm. we want to show everyone that you can have devout biblical Christian faith that intersects beautifully with all of the findings of modern science and what science is actually saying about Uh, how the universe works, how plants work, how our bodies work. And uh, we think those things can fit together in a beautiful harmony. Hmm. And so then uh, was the organization founded recently or has it been going on for a while? Uh, We're about 11 years old now. And we were founded by Dr. Francis Collins, who uh, is becoming more of a household name. He led the Human Genome Project, and he now directs the National Institutes of Health. And he's Anthony Fauci's boss. Gotcha. And so Anthony Fauci, who's become really popular, uh, was sort of the, the, the dream hero for a while, and then he became kind of the zero for a while, and things got so political that I don't think people understand or know how to discern what to believe or who to believe. How do scientists deal with politics like that? Oh, well, it's hard <laughs> for everybody when these things get politicized, but what scientists know is that some, that Anthony Fauci has, for decades, led the Institute for Infectious Diseases, and he knows all of the latest research on that. So in the sciences, people get promoted who um, are excellent scientists and good leaders. And so there's a, a big process in science of how we verify and check each other's work. Mm-hmm. People don't just go out and say, oh, I found this. Before they can publish anything, it has to be checked by another scientist anonymously. Mm-hmm. And then after it's published, other people come along and are like, oh, really? You think you found that? Let me check it against what I'm seeing here in my lab or what I see through my telescope. Mm-hmm. And so through all of that checking, you build up this consensus where everybody's like, okay, yep, we're all looking at the same thing. We all think this is what's going on with this star or this kind of cell in the body or this disease. Mm-hmm. And so out of that flows these findings that then uh, we share with the world. This is how the, the natural world works. So you and I know like Francis Collins, and he's pretty open about his faith. Do you feel like scientists need to be more verbal or open about their faith in order to help build that bridge with the non-believing believers, if you will? Well, that always helps when scientists who are believers um, are willing to be open about their faith. Mm -hmm. Because for Christians, well, 
we've heard some of the atheist scientists, and they're a minority, but some of them have very loudly said things that are atheists that say science shows God doesn't exist. Right. Well, Christians know that's wrong, right? So then we're like, well, the scientists have got it messed up. They're biased by their atheism. And the thing is, when those scientists say stuff like that, they're going way beyond what science can do. You can't do an experiment on God to see if he exists or not. That's just not what we do. We do things in the laboratory with telescopes, with computers. So, uh, But when you have a scientist who's a believer who says, yeah, I follow Jesus, and this is what I am seeing in um, these scientific findings, it helps Christians to have confidence. Yes, this is something reliable and trustworthy. How about that? And if I can say it also works the other direction, that for all the scientists out there who might not have met a Christian that they can relate to, if they find that the scientist down the hall is a believer, they're like, oh, okay, well, maybe Christianity is something I should be considering, something Mm. I can talk about. How about that? 888-432-7434. That is my number live in studio. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson and uh, Dr. Deborah Harsma. She is the president of BioLogos, and she's also the author of, uh, she's written in several different books, but she's the author of the book called Origins. Make sure uh, you check her out and uh, look her up. A couple other books you might be interested in that she's written in, Four Views on Creation, Evolution, and Design. Another one, Christ and the Created Order. And uh, the subtitle I like for Origins, Christian Perspectives on Creation, Evolution, and Intelligent Design. If you want to call and talk to her or myself, give us a call, 888-43-BRIDGE. Driving in Maryland right now, we have Tammy on the line. Hi, Tammy. It's Dr. Anderson. Welcome to Real Talk. How are you today? Hi, Dr. Anderson. I'm fine. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging out with me. (laughs) Oh, great. I, I just have a, a well a comment and a question for Dr. Harzman. Is it Harzman? Harzma. Mm-hmm. Harzma. Okay. Hi, Dr. Harzma. Uh, I think first of all, I think this is a great topic. Um, you know, I I have a daughter. She's uh, 19, and she's always been into astrology. I am a Christian, born again Christian. Love my Lord. Amen. Mm-hmm. And I think the Bible does have a lot of examples of science. Now. My daughter, back to her, I'm mixing things up a little bit here, so I won't waste a lot of time. She really likes astrology, and um, so sometimes it's hard to explain to her, you know, about astrology, because I think Christians have been taught that astrology is bad. Um, However, when we look at some of the biblical stories, like the wise men, you know, they follow the stars and so forth. So how do you, you know, you engage a child to explore that scientific part because she she swears by astrology that person is a cancer i told you i just like that person is a pisces oh i just you know mm-hmm. she's she, she to that extent and a lot of times you know you know she's right <laughs> and um but i try to as an adult here like uh yeah you know you can't put yeah. everybody in the cab you know what i'm saying so dr anderson you I can't do. put all <laughs> yeah, I do. And so, so you're trying to figure out how do you parent a 19-year-old who's into the signs and uh, she could date a guy and be like, you know, a guy comes right. up to her and says, hey, listen, I'm, I'm a Virgo. You want to go out with me? So <laughs> I got you. Let's and ask. sometimes 
she's quite right. Yeah, sometimes yeah. she's often right. Well, you know, and, and sometimes the fortune cookies are right too. So let's let's figure right. this out together, okay? For everybody okay. for everybody who's listening, they're trying to figure all this out. Let's go to Dr. Deborah okay. Harsma and you. ask her about astrology and signs. Can you help us with that, Dr. Harsma? Uh, sure, sure. Well, so as an astronomer, um, I do not see how the stars and where they're positioned in the sky and where the planets are, how that can have anything to do with our lives on Earth. Mm-hmm. I, it's just there's no, no way that lines up for me. And there have been studies that have been done that show actually the predictions on average are just random. You know, you, you kind of see what you want to see when it, it says, oh, those people are like that. And then you see something that looks like it and you think, oh, I'm right. Mm. Uh, I guess, though, um, if she's convinced she's right about it, I might encourage her, though, to look more to biblical wisdom. And the Bible doesn't say, oh, judge a person by when they were born or don't make assumptions about who they're going to be. You should get to know who they really are. Okay. Um, So you don't put really any any stock in astrology when it comes to uh, zodiac signs. No, no, uh, it just it uh, studies have shown it just doesn't work. Gotcha. So that's a scientific answer right there. <laughs> right, but I also know just telling her that isn't going to have any effect. So as far as the parenting advice, it's maybe more looking to biblical wisdom and um, how scriptures say we should interact with people and try to emphasize that more than the uh, astrology. Gotcha. Eight 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 four three two seven four. Three, four. You know, your organization, BioLogos, which you're the head of, put out a, a statement called Putting Prayer into Action, a Christian Statement on Science for Pandemic Times. Can you tell us a bit about that, why you wrote the statement, uh, how it developed, and how people can get a hold of it, maybe even s- sign it. But let me read it again because I want people to hear it's a Christian statement on science for pandemic times and i want everyone to know full disclosure i signed it i believe in it i have reviewed it and dr harzma has been the quarterback to make this happen can you talk to us a bit about this dr harzma i'd be happy to so people can read it for themselves at statement.biologos.org and we put this together starting late july um, as we were seeing that there was a lot of politicization and polarization happening around science questions. Mm-hmm. And as I was saying earlier, you know, for us as scientists, we think of science as where we do experiments, we test theories, we measure things in the lab. And so to see the word science just being tossed around as either, oh, the science can't be right, I just don't believe it, or on the other side, well, science, you're an idiot if you don't agree with me because I have science on my side. And neither of those are really very helpful. Um, So what we wanted to do was have a statement to say, you know, as Christians, here is why we think it's worth taking the scientific findings seriously, the work that the biomedical researchers are doing. We should be praying for them as they are developing vaccines and treatments. Right. And we should be listening to what they have to say. Hmm. 888-432-7434. This statement is one that can actually maybe help you as you're thinking through, what do I believe? I'm not quite sure. Uh, do I believe Dr. Fauci or Dr. Collins? Do I believe President Trump or uh, Ms. Burks? I mean, who do I 
believe in, in what does the science say? And so I'm going to be straight up with you right now, Dr. Harzma, masks or no masks. Masks or no masks? Yes. Uh, I'm definitely on team masks. Team masks. So, now, is, is that so a scientific it, answer again, or is it more of yeah. a political one? So um, if you ask, what, ask me to take a side, that's the side. Yeah. But there's the reason behind it is that the studies have shown that wearing masks really helps slow the spread of the disease. And you can see it for yourself. The states that have the stricter rules and limitations, the case numbers go down. They mm -hmm. loosen up the rules, the case numbers go up. Everybody can see that happening. Mm -hmm. So wearing a mask keeps you from spreading the disease to others, and it gives you a bit of protection from getting it yourself. And so if we follow the rules about masks and stay six feet apart, the, the virus will spread less. The thing is, you don't know when you're carrying it. You can be carrying it without having symptoms. That's what makes it so hard to manage. Mm. It's uh, different than, like, the common colds. You know, when you get the sniffles, you're like, oh, I better stay home. I better be careful and not give it to other people. Well, you don't know when you have COVID. You might have it without knowing. So and then you're you have to protect. You're passing it on. So if you have a mask, then you're not passing it on. That's right. Yep, mm. you're protecting the people around you. So our big slogan here is love your neighbor, wear a mask. <laughs> because it, we're not doing it because the experts are forcing it on us or it's more that, hey, you know, the scientists have told us if you wear a mask, you won't spread it to others. And so we're, we're, as Christians, we think we need to protect the vulnerable among us. So I'm going to wear a, a mask even though it's uncomfortable. That's a good word. I want to protect others. That's a good yeah. word. We'll be right back. This message is for anyone looking for $500,000 to $1 million or more of affordable term life insurance. Even if you have diabetes, high blood pressure, or taking anxiety meds. Here's an example. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe overweight with type 2 diabetes, $1 million of term life insurance may only cost about $200 a month. We're Term Provider, experts in finding affordable term life insurance for those that may not be in perfect health. If you've had prostate cancer, heart conditions, high cholesterol, or on prescription medications, you may still qualify for half a million to a million dollars or more of affordable term life insurance. Get a quick quote by calling Term Provider at 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. If you're looking for term life insurance but have type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, or have other health issues, call Term Provider at 800-555-2085 or visit termprovider.com, termprovider.com. This is Albert Bogler with another word about the upcoming election. There is so much at stake. We might not be able to vote as conveniently as we voted before, but that just puts on Christian citizens the responsibility to work even harder to make sure that we vote and that our vote counts. Too much is at stake to sit this election out. So, whatever it takes, go vote. With thousands of locally owned Napa stores across the nation, chances are that wherever you call home, they do too. So whether you stop by your local Napa Auto Parts store and Napa Auto Care Center or visit Napa online, you can count on Napa know-how. Alexa can play WAVA-FM and hear us wherever you are on our mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, or Radio.com. He alone is your rock and your salvation. He is your fortress. You will never be shaken. 
A reminder from 105.1 FM WAVA. Where are we headed? Globalism, a new world order, a singular government power? If we yield over and decide that America is not unique, it's not special, it's not extraordinary, we no longer are the United States of America. We're just a piece of a bigger government. What about prophecy? Is the United States of America part of God's great plan for the world? Now there is a brand new documentary, Trump 2024, The World After Trump. This documentary takes a look at what the world could look like in 2024 with or without President Trump. Trump 2024 features interviews with Franklin Graham, Mike Huckabee, Dennis Braker, and Eric Metaxas. The Messiah will not arrive on Air Force One. Watch Trump 2024, the world after Trump. It's available now at SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com. Trump 2024, watch now at SalemNow.com. Be sure to use the promo code MikeG, SalemNow.com, promo It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? We are talking about building a bridge between science and faith on this Tough Topic Tuesday. We've talked about astrology. We've talked about a, a, a written statement that BioLogos has put together, putting prayer into action, a Christian statement on science for pandemic times. And we're talking about you. What is your uh, relationship to not only God but to science, and do you see them as uh, as mutually exclusive? Our phone number, if you want to give us a call in this second half hour of the show, is 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. Our, our guest today is uh, Dr. Deborah Harsma. She is the president of BioLogos, as well as uh, an author on these topics. She is an astrophysicist, where she received her uh, Ph.D. from MIT, and uh, Dr. Harsma, as you grew up as a Christian and as you grew up uh, learning and studying uh, science, would you say that science actually has been a multiplier or a growth track for your faith as well? You know, it actually has. Um, I think a lot of people, maybe when they encounter science, they're not sure how it fits with faith, but for me, the faith that I learned in my home growing up and in my church was strong. And so when I look at the universe, I just keep thinking the heavens are declaring the glory of God. Mm-hmm. The skies are proclaiming the works of his hands. And so I see these incredible wonders displayed in the universe that speak to me of God's power and strength. And it is a comfort to me. It has been during this pandemic to think, okay, the world is crazy, things keep changing, but my God is sovereign, and I know it because I see how he's governing all those galaxies and stars out there, and mm-hmm. he has my life in his hands, too. Nice, nice. So uh, this galaxy, all these galaxies and universes and all this, right? Genesis tells us that uh, there was night, then there was morning, night, then morning, a seven-day or six-day creation. And yet there is this theory, the gap theory, where it's very possible that uh, before he even said, let there be light, that there was already the existence of of the world and maybe some kind of catastrophe took place. And it's possible uh, that it could be thousands, thousands, if not millions of years. How do you square that circle and help somebody who's trying to figure that out today? Well, there are a lot of different ways to read Genesis. So I think that's the first thing to know is that Christians have come up with a lot of different interpretations. 
So we can all agree that this is the inspired authoritative word of God and still disagree about what it means. So then you need to, you can also look at God's other book, his revelation in nature and see what that tells us about how things came about. And then when you put those two together, you start to get a better, richer understanding of where it all came from. Hmm. So yeah, the gap here is a possibility, but, um, for me, I don't see a big gap in God's activity. Mm -hmm. I see God starting at the beginning and then just sustaining and upholding this universe and using these natural processes like gravity to assemble stars and galaxies and planets and then using biological processes to assemble life. And it's just one long continuous thing that you see in the scientific picture. So you don't really see any uh, sense of there's no God. You have this extra sense and faith that there is a God, he has created the heavens and the earth, they declare his glory, you're just not sure on the timing, whether it's seven days or millions of years, but you would say, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm just kind of putting words in your mouth, but you would say that science teaches it's millions of years, and so I'm okay with believing that God created the heavens and the earth, even though it may have taken millions of years according to science, and I'm okay with reading Genesis, not literally when it comes to a 24-hour day. Did I get that right, or did I misrepresent you? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty close. That's pretty close. So, yeah, so all Christians would believe that God created the universe, mm -hmm. and all Christians would agree that Genesis teaches that God is the creator. But then Christians will disagree on their interpretation of Genesis, and in our book Origins, we cover several different interpretations. Um, but I uh, personally think the interpretation that's the best is one that also aligns with what we're seeing out in the natural world that affirms God is the creator and humans are made in his image. And uh, the six days was something that God had in there to help people at their first audience understand it. Those ancient Hebrews, they lived in, in, surrounded by cultures that thought in those terms, and it made more sense to them. Instead of, can you imagine if God tried in Genesis 1 to explain billions of years of history or quantum mechanics or general relativity? Like, nobody would have understood it. Mm. So he put it in terms they would understand. And I personally, I think that's the best interpretation. How about that? 888-432-7434. I'm going to run to my commercial break now. When I get back, we're going to continue our conversation with Dr. Harsma on creation, intelligent design, the pandemic, and yes, vaccines. Hmm. What are they? Should we be ready for the one that's to come and Newsflash, uh, the U.S. has decided not to join the WHO in developing a vaccine. Just came out. We'll be right back. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Diluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. 
The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Hailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is a new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor-church relations, administration and organizational issues, church liability and risk management, and real estate matters. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems, as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. It's Best Buy Waterproofing and Best Buy Design Build. So, who is this superhero guy flying over the neighborhood looking for leaky basements and leaky roofs to repair? Visit BestBuyWaterproofing.com or call 844-980-3707-247 to see what heroic home repair services look like. Basement waterproofing, mold and mildew remediation, structural repair, foundation crack injection, sump pump systems, roofing and gutters, siding and decks. So, you went to BestBuyWaterproofing.com and called 844-980-3707. Who's the real hero now? You are. We've got you covered from top to bottom. At Best Buy, your whole house is our business. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. Real talk with Dr. David Anderson, trying to build a bridge between science and faith. Comprehension begins with conversation, and having these kind of conversations really helps the body of Christ think through what they believe, but also uh, not disregard uh, science as if it's somehow evil or against uh, God's word or God's will. We just got to figure out what it means. A lot of people, Dr. Harsma, who is my guest, by the way, Dr. Deborah Harsma, the president of BioLogos, a lot of people don't understand what science is. Can you tell us what is science? What is science? It is the investigation of the natural world. And it's a process where you you have an idea, maybe this is how the world works, and then you go and you test it, and you see how it is, and then you revise your ideas. 
and we keep going back and forth like that, and then you do it in collaboration with others. Science doesn't isn't an individual sport; it is a team sport, and you gradually build up knowledge. Different areas of science are different from each other, but those kind of themes go through all the time. Gotcha. Science is really uh, science really is the study of the things that we can see, feel, touch, and uh, the things that are around us in the universe. Whereas faith. Uh, and religion has more to do with uh, something that is being revealed by God uh, and placing our faith in his revelation. Would you would you agree with that distinction or definition? Yeah, yeah. And uh, our faith, uh, the Holy Spirit works in our hearts and transforms our minds, and when we see through the eyes of faith looking out at the universe, we see science and well, the findings of science in, a, in this larger perspective. Um but it, it's faith that does that. Science alone can't answer all those bigger questions. Right. All right. Let's go to Marta, who's in Virginia right now. My number is triple eight four three Bridge. Hello, Miss Marta. Doctor Anderson here. How you doing? I'm doing well, Doctor Anderson. Thank you so much, and thank you for your very interesting guest. Uh, you're very welcome. I'm glad you get to hang out with us today. What's your comment or question for me or Doctor Harsima? Actually, it's for Dr. Deborah, um, and it is kind of like a two-part question. So I'm a foreigner that moved to the United States about 40 years ago, Catholic background, and I started going to uh, some of the charismatic churches in the United States, and they always thought that um, there have been several creations of the world. Um, and I'm wondering um, if this is, assuming that this is so and that she believes the same thing, um, whether there's a connection to the eras that we go through in the universe and space, um, and, or maybe a connection to what is the inversion of the magnetic fields. That's the first part of the question. And then the second part of the question is, um, what's your opinion on what was before the Big Bang? I mean, I just love she's an astrophysicist. I'm doing, I've been dying to ask all of that. Well, very good. Well, listen on the air, Marta. I'm going to let you go so you can listen. And Dr. Harzma, let's talk about multiple creations and then what happened before the Big Bang, in your opinion. Okay. Well, um, the Big Bang is the scientific term for the theory of how the universe developed from just after the first instance until now and how it started in a very hot, and dense state and then expanded and cooled and things formed, mm -hmm. like stars and galaxies. Now, how did the Big Bang get started? How did that rapid expansion start? Where did all that heat come from? Those questions we do not yet have scientific answers for. People are working on different models, but we don't have a conclusive idea. So you say yes, it is meaning that there could be answers to where that heat came from. There could be answers to that. and. Or it could be that God started it off miraculously, and he just said, let there be light, and there it was. Or it could be that God used some natural mechanism, and our universe arose from something else, in which case there could be other universes before ours. Mm -hmm. And does that mean there could be life in those other universes before ours? I suppose. <laughs> um, there's, a lot of there's a lot of theories of the multiverse out there. There are many different universes, and... In some of them, in many of them, life couldn't possibly exist, and some of them are kind of similar to ours and might have some form of life. Um, but all of those, they are other universes, meaning we can never access them. We can't learn anything about them. We don't have any information from them. So it's all very speculative. Is it because they're too far away? Uh, well, they're not even you, – you could never travel there because they have a completely different space-time system. Mm-hmm. 
So how do we know that they're out there? Is that just conjecture? Uh, we don't. Uh, there's some of our theories that work well in our universe predict that there would be other universes, but there's no way to test for sure. How about that? Multiple creations, Marta asked about, uh, that, from a charismatic uh, yeah. viewpoint. Um, I'm, I haven't heard of that before. I'm not sure quite what that means. Mm. Um, sometimes people have talked about previous eras of our universe, and that uh, is now thought to not work in the physics. Uh, there was a while that they thought maybe our universe just kept, you know, would expand and collapse and re-expand. And, but now we think that's probably not how it works. Gotcha. Let's go to Anonymous in Fairfax, Virginia. Welcome to the show, Anonymous. This is Dr. Anderson and Dr. Harzma. Thank you. Very fascinating show. If she has a book, would you spell her last name so I can look for it? You got it. My, uh, comment. Let me spell it really quickly for others that are listening. H A H is in happy. A A R S M is in Mary A. It's got three A's. You ready? H A A R S M A. Deborah is D E B O R A H. Okay, go. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, fascinating topic. I. Everything is just so interesting. I I believe that God made um, the earth, and and science is a natural. I call myself a junior scientist because I have a BS in science. <laughs> okay. I believe God made the okay. earth, and science is the study of the knowledge of the earth that God made. So, therefore, that is the bridge, if any bridge is needed, between God and science. Gotcha. <laughs> There's no, uh, yes. no, no controversy there in my mind. I wanted to say, Dr. Anderson, about the math question that you asked her and medical science yeah. versus, you know, who we believe in this. Um, I was uh, recently uh, shocked to find out I had to take a test as a matter of policy at work. I'm healthy. I walk several miles a day, and I'm very active. And I was shocked to find out I was COVID positive. Oh, wow. And the way it worked out, I hadn't been at work for several days. And so there is a possibility that, you know, nobody was exposed, but the, the, it weighed very heavy on my heart that I've been living my life in good faith, wearing my mask everywhere, even inside a car. I heard one of your listeners uh, joking yeah. a few months ago about wearing a mask in a car. Yeah. And um, because I had taken precautions that seemed logical to me based on a little bit of science that I know when they did the contact tracing, it was really only limited to people that I work with and that I cannot avoid, you know, necessary. So you caught it at work. Job, but out well, we, you know, do you ever really know where you caught something? Right, um, right, right. My doctor says that's a possibility and that based on the odds of how I describe my lifestyle to him, there's a good likelihood that I caught it at work, but I'm not worrying about where I caught it because I don't want it to – for me, that would turn into a blame game. But your point was about the mask. Yeah, so I just say, you know, um, where I've been wearing the mask everywhere, and I know that in my heart there were very few people I had to feel a burden that I might have inadvertently affected. Mm. So as believers, even if your logic doesn't go there, when you find out that maybe you're the one walking around with it and feeling fine and having no symptoms, 
um, you'll be glad that you had worn it. And that is uh, in your mind, that's fewer people that you might have placed in harm's way without even knowing it. There you go. And that is the love your neighbor, wear your mask. We got it. Thank you so much, Anonymous. Hey, listen, we've got to run to this commercial break. When we get back, we'll land this plane and talk just a minute about vaccines. We'll be right back. For more than 20 years, investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney has traveled the globe for evidence for some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events. Now, with the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, Journey to Egypt and Beyond, as Tim interviews the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. The results are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, the Red Sea Miracle Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code WAVA for 20% off. All human life has intrinsic value. We're made in God's image, worthy of love, care, and protection. That's why Focus on the Family is standing up to help the world see life. We're speaking up for preborn life and caring for women and men facing unexpected pregnancies. Join the movement to end abortion and love every heartbeat. Text HEARTBEAT to 72000. That's HEARTBEAT to 72000. Learn more at FocusOnTheFamily.com slash life. If you were speaking to young people on the verge of setting out and making their way in the world, what advice would you give them? Well, find out what John MacArthur told a thousand university students about the importance of ambition, Christian liberty, and dealing with sin, part of his series called A Course for Life, this week on Grace to You. Weekdays at 1.30 a.m. and 9 a.m. on WAVA. A New Beginning presents the new book by Pastor Greg Laurie called World Changers. The idea of being a world changer is asking the question, are you making an impact in your world? So this is going to be an encouraging book. It's a motivating book, and it's a book that will show you how God can use you to change your world. So instead of being changed by the world, you can be a world changer. Yours for a gift of any amount at harvest.org. Hey, it's Norm with A-Action Home Services. I just wanted to take a moment to appreciate our electrician's quality workmanship as well as their commitment to customer service. Whether you need an outlet replaced or a new light fixture or ceiling fan hung, all the way to replacing your home's entire electrical system. Our master electricians are happy to do it, and they will perform that work with pride. So call us today at 703-922-1900 or visit us online at aactionhomeservices.com. That way you too can say, problem solved. Who does the news media turn to when it comes to financial planning and financial management? Larry Rosenthal, founder and president of you Financial Planning Services. course in Stocks 101 from Larry Rosenthal, who is the president of Financial Planning Larry Services. Larry Rosenthal based of Financial Planning Services joins us with today's Money right. Monday. Today lesson. includes Thanks Larry me. Rosenthal, the president of Financial Planning Services. The Wall Street Journal, Money Magazine, Fox Business, CNBC. They all turn to Larry Rosenthal as a subject matter expert. Shouldn't you? Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. here on WAVA.
It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Been spending the hour with Dr. Deborah Harzma. It's been such a joy to hang out with her. We're talking about building a bridge between science and faith. And uh, she put out a statement along with the BioLogos organization, putting prayer into action, a Christian statement on science for pandemic times. As a part of that uh, statement, Dr. Harzma, you talk about uh, we've signed and, and had conversation about vaccines. What is a vaccine and should everybody get it when it comes out? Right. Yes. Um, so I, I encourage people again to go to statement.biologus.org and they can read it for themselves. And there's also links there with more information on vaccines and other topics. And you can sign it too. We have over 6,500 people have already signed it, over 6,000, and including dozens of Christian leaders. So what is a vaccine? Well, a vaccine is uh, something that you can inject that will prompt your body to have an immune response. So the first time you're exposed to a disease, you have an immune response to it, but it takes a while for it to build up. Mm -hmm. If you do the vaccine, your immune system builds up that response, but in a safe way, and then the next time you're exposed to it, your body can just ramp up the uh, attack on the disease right away. So taking the vaccine primes your immune system to be able to handle it if you encounter the real disease. So the purpose so, of it is to almost be a shield against the COVID-19 is what we're talking about here. And if people wanted to learn more about it, you say statement at biologos.org. Yes. Uh, yeah, biologus.org or statement.biologus.org. Yep. Got it. Now, uh, is there any reason for people to fear uh, vaccinations? Well, there are a lot of myths going around about vaccination and some genuine concerns. So the if a vaccine is not... Uh, the, the testing that's going on right now is to determine a vaccine that is safe and effective. And both of those words are really important. We need a vaccine that doesn't cause harm, doesn't cause harmful side effects. Mm -hmm. And we need a vaccine that is effective, that it works really well at prompting that immune response and protecting you from the disease. Mm -hmm. So all the tests they're doing now are to determine if it's safe and effective. The vaccines that we give children or the boosters that we get as adults, those have all been tested like crazy to determine that they are very safe and very effective. Now, you know, and nothing is ever 100%. So there might be a small chance that you'll have a bad reaction or a small chance that it wouldn't be effective. But the testing that they do and the criteria um, are designed to make it very safe and very effective. Now, the ra rapid speed with which they are trying to get to this vaccine, does that concern you at all? Or do you just feel good about our ability to go quickly? So it's, um, it's what they're going quickly on. So uh, Dr. Francis Collins, did an event for Biologus where he explained some of this, and he's explained it in other venues too. He's put together an amazing coalition of pharmaceutical companies and researchers to coordinate all of the testing of the vaccines. So they're, the pharmaceutical companies are actually going into production on vaccines that may or may not work, so that if the study shows they do work, they're ready to go with like millions of doses to hand out. Mm. So the, the pharma companies are taking a loss on that, and the government's supporting them. So what's not being sped up got 10 is the seconds actual here. testing itself. The testing itself is reliable, and it's being done with the full testing quality that it needs to. 
Well, thank you so much for being with us. God bless you, Dr. Harzma. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And Lord, as we end the show, we just pray your covering, blessing, and protection in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen.